Awesome. Nice job, you guys. Merry Christmas, everybody. My name is Ben Kearns. I'm one of the pastors on staff, Overflow People. Welcome. We're super glad that you guys are here. Boy, you should see them over there. They're having a great time. It keeps shorting out. It's great. But they're, they're good troopers. You guys, pole position showing up early. I love it. Well, my name is Ben Kearns. I'm one of the pastors here on staff, and I love, love, love Christmas. I love everything about it, except there's this weird thing that happens inside of me. I know it happens inside of my kids. I don't think it happens inside of adults that much, but it happens inside of me. And it happens around Thanksgiving when the grandparents say, we need the Christmas list. You know that time? They're like, your grandparents, they need a long leeway. You know, they don't realize Amazon's two-day shopping. They want six weeks of shopping. And so we all start coming up with our Christmas list, you know? And I start thinking, what do I want? What do I want? What do I need? And then all of a sudden, this thing happens in me where all of a sudden it goes from the things that I want. Wouldn't it be so fun if I had this? Or here's a fun way for grandma to bless me to, what do I need? And all of a sudden, I can't even think straight because I've fixated on this thing that I want that's gone from what I want to what I need. And like I said, our kids do it all the time. You're mature adults. You don't do that that much, but it is in me. And there's been certain times of of Christmases where I've gone like off the deep end. Like when the new iPad came out, um, this was a long time ago, I couldn't even think straight. I'm like, I need this new iPad. It's going to change my life. And then I get it and it doesn't change my life. Have you ever done that? I was like, oh, if I only had, this happened, uh, Gap had this commercial with us, with um, scarves. And I'm like, look at all those beautiful people in scarves. If I get a scarf, I'll be a beautiful person. And I'm like, no, I don't need one. I'm not a scarf person. But I also, I'm like, I need a scarf. And I go to Gap and I buy a scarf thinking I'm going to be a beautiful person. And I'm not. It was just me and it didn't work. And it's like all these things that I need. I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. And I buy them and I eat them and whatever they are. And sure enough, sooner rather than later, it doesn't satisfy me, right, in the deepest parts of who I am. And I end up having hatchables and scarves and 10 extra pounds. It has not worked for me. But the thing is, besides food, besides shelter, there's the truth is that all of us have these needs. Like we are made for certain things. And when those things aren't satisfied, like we feel kind of robbed. And Christmas is beautiful and we have candles and like candles are incredible and they're great decorations. But think about it. If a candle isn't lit, it's just a sad piece of wax, right? You can like maybe stack it, I guess, or I don't know what else you'd throw it at people, right? But there's nothing you can really do because it's not, it's made for a certain purpose. And until it's lit, until it lives into its purpose and creates this beautiful glow, it is just a gross piece of wax uh, with, this, with this strings out of it, right? And the truth is, because we're made for a purpose, we too, like these candles, are made for a really specific purpose. We are made by God to be in relationship with Him and to be in relationship with others and to do something really important in the world. That's how like, God wired us that way. And whether you believe in God or not, like everyone knows in the, soul, in the core of their being that they are made for something really important. And all Advent long, we've been talking about these things that we need. Gosh, there's hope that we need. And there's love that we need. And there's joy that we need. And there's peace that we need. Every single human knows that those four things are the four ingredients that will make us into whole people, love and joy and hope and peace. And we're like these candles waiting to be lit. And the Christmas story is the, is the, the story. It's the sum total. It's, it's basically the, the moment we say that candle that we are, here's the light for us to fully be all that God made us to be. Now, in the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, there was a prophet, Isaiah, and he had this thing to say. He said, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. 
On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. And this, 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 um, this context that Isaiah finds himself in is, I mean, the, the people of God were under severe oppression. They were really struggling. It wasn't just like, oh, I, I, me and my family, we have a, we're having hardship. But their whole people were under oppression. Their whole, all, everyone they knew and loved was under oppression and was having such a hard time. And it's in this moment where Isaiah said, listen, in this darkness, I've seen a great light on those, on those living in the land. A deep darkness of light has drowned. I mean, it's dawn, sorry. And then he goes on to say this, you have in, um, enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice in the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders and the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning and fuel for the fire. Merry Christmas. We had to kind of get through that. I thought it was kind of cheap to go, hey, verse 2 is awesome and verse 9 is awesome. So we got to get through the weird Midian blood boot thing. But now we get to the last part. So here's the deal, right? There's people, they're under oppression. They're crying out for a savior. It is dark. And the people are going like, and if you've ever been in a dark time, it is dark. And there's like, is there light? And Isaiah is saying, listen, there is this light. Just like in these past victories that you've experienced, there's about to be this other victory. He wraps up this, this little passage by saying, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And Christians, since the time of Jesus, looked back to this passage in Isaiah and said, that thing that Isaiah was talking about came to its fullest fruition in Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ is the gift that was given by God to his people who were lost in darkness, who were longing for hope and love and joy and peace. People who were longing for those things, God said, okay, Jesus is now going to be the person to fulfill that. And we have this incredible gift. It says, for unto us a child is given. It's interesting, as a dad and having two kids, um, I love giving them gifts. I love spoiling them. I love giving things that they don't need but I for sure want to give them the things that they do need. And when I find out that there's a need that's being unmet, I do everything in my power to go and to meet that need. I want to meet that need. As their dad, I love them and I want that. I want to give them fun things and hatchables and fishing equipment and stuff, right? But I want to give them the things that they need. And God knows exactly what we need. And we need to be in relationship with him. And Jesus is the, is the way that that happened. So all Christmas, we've been talking about the love that we need, the hope that we need, the joy that we need, and the peace that we need, and that's found in Jesus. And so there's just two quick things I wanted to share with you, and one is that in Jesus, we realize that it is God with us, Emmanuel, God with us. And I love it, that if, if, if you, any of you have had relationships with your grandparents, there's this really special thing that grandparents have with their grandkids that us parents never get. Um, because a parent is so worried about their kid. They're so worried about if they're going to have good enough grades and if they're going to have good enough hygiene, if people are going to like them, if they're going to get married. If, we have all this anxiety and we're so worried about them. And so we want to parent them. We want to love them. But we're so messed up about all these little things. But grandparents know it works out. And if, they know, and if it doesn't work out, they know there's nothing they can do about it, right? And grandparents just go, I just love you. And watching my mom, the way my mom loved me as a mom, she did a just fine job. But watching my mom love my kids, it's like, who is that woman? Right? 
She's present. She loves them. She takes them on adventures. And, and she offers her, herself her full undivided attention to her kids, to my kids, because she just loves them and she sees them. And Jesus is the fullest expression that God, this creator who is distant and holy and righteous and worthy of all worship, made space for us, his people, to be near him, to sit onto his lap, to call him Abba Father, to be wonderful counselor, everlasting God, wonderful Father, right? God, God wants us to be near him. And Jesus made a way for us to sit on God's lap, to be embraced by him, to experience God with us just like a grandparent would love their kids. But that is really only part of the story. Really quick. Hey, Jeff, can you get my water? It's right over there. I always bring water, and I forgot because I thought it was Christmas Eve. I can make it, but I couldn't. Okay. Excuse me. Thanks. For high-def TV, we'll cut that out, make a commercial break. Okay. But that's not the whole story that Jesus comes to do. God with us is great. God showing up, giving us big hugs, being I love you, great. But what's even more incredible is the story that Christ now comes and lives in us. We're not just people who are close to God, but the Christian story is this idea that God, this other, right, who they made a separate temple for the Holy Spirit to come and to dwell, that Christ says, no, I want you to be my temple. You now, when you come in relationship with me, when you surrender to to me, when you recognize the good things that I've done for you, my death on the cross for you to cleanse you from all sin, all unrighteousness, now the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of you. And now it's not just God with us, but it is Christ in us. That we have the Holy Spirit in us because God designed us for a purpose. He designed us to go and do something, to be about something. And he doesn't just say, go out and do it, good luck, I'm here cheering you on. But he actually is the person who comes and lives inside of us and gives us the power and gives us the purpose. He heals us, he fills us, and then he sends us. And so the Christmas story, all those things of hope and love and joy and peace, that happens because Jesus comes, he's with us, and then he fills us. The very beginning of that passage in Isaiah says this, that the people were walking in darkness, but they have seen a great light on those living in the land of deep darkness. A light has dawned. And I think for many people, and it may not be you, but it's definitely your neighbor, there's many people who feel like the context in which we're living in is getting darker and darker, more and more hopeless, more and more lonely, more and more isolated, And what the prophet had to say is the same thing that we have to say, which is this, that the people were walking in darkness, but they have seen a great light. To those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. And the incredible message that I think that Jesus comes to offer us is that, A, that God longs to be with you, which is great. It's so great. But what's even greater is that God doesn't just want to be with you. He wants you to be part of the solution. God longs for you to be whole and to be healed, to be empowered people, to be sent out into the whole world, to be ambassadors of light. The whole world is longing for peace, longing for hope, longing for light, and yet the people of God have an opportunity to come and to be ambassadors. Like, I would have done it every other way. Jesus says that he's come to be the prince of peace, and if I was him, I'd say, the prince of peace, wipe out all your enemies, and then rule and have peace. That is not how Jesus has chosen to do it. Jesus has chosen you in me, frail, feeble, undisciplined, broken people who are human beings made in the image of God, 
but created for something so incredible. And when we surrender to Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes and fills us, and we now are co-laborers with God. We are part of the body of Christ. When you go and you offer hope and love and joy and peace, when you do that as a follower of Jesus Christ, you are the incarnation of Christ. You are the person who is the ambassador of Christ for that person in that moment. And I just hope that this Christmas that we would be people who would recognize God's goodness and recognize that Jesus loves us. And not just in the churchy way, Jesus loves me, this I know, but in the real way that Jesus loves you, longs to be with you, longs to be in relationship with you. But that relationship is not a self-serving relationship. You are loved because you are called. Just like you have a candle, it is dying to be lit so that the whole world will know that the light has come. Because Jesus' birth means that God is with us and that Christ is in us. And so in front of you, you have a candle, and it is. It is dying to be lit. Every kid is running around going, is this the time I get a lighted on fire? Yes, it is. Because at Christmas, we're just going to do symbolically what is a real truth. And that Jesus has come, the light of the world has come, a son has been given, the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, our everlasting father and prince of peace has come to earth. Tonight we lit the Christ candle and by lighting the Christ candle, we recognize that the light has come. And on Christmas Eve, we have a tradition where we take the light of the Christ candle and we share that with one another. Because the Christmas story is not just about you coming to know Jesus. It's not just about me coming to know Jesus. The Christmas story is about us, the body of Christ, having God with us, Christ in us, sharing the light of of Christ so that this world can experience the hope and joy and love and peace that it needs.